Well, welcome to a special edition of See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda. And today I'm with my colleagues and girlfriends from Crossroads Christian Communications, the organization that produces this show and has a legacy of creating amazing Christian media in Canada. So with me today, I have the Director of Communications, the wonderful, amazing Carolyn Innes. Oh, that's, that's so nice. Thank you. It's great to be here with you today. And I also have the Program and Guest Coordinator of 100 Huntley Street, Danica Casey. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. How great it it is, and is it, to be girlfriends and colleagues in an organization that creates media? How fun is this? It's so fun. I mean, that we get to take time in our day to come here and chat with you and just kind of speak about these really important issues that affect so many women in Canada. Mm-hmm. So it's real, It's just amazing to do that with friends. Yeah, it is. And Danica, I know you're like, because ah, you're not really used to this, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I am used to, I like to coordinate things and I like to be behind the scenes and actually speaking is a bit nerve wracking. But like you said... Be comfortable and step outside of your zone. Yeah. That's Thank it. you for going outside the box today. I know it's not normal, but it's really, you know, it's good for people to know who this person is who's calling them from 100 Huntley Street, mm-hmm. trying to book them for shows. So it's very cool. For you it's very here. cool. Okay. Before we get into sort of the meat of this discussion, what is the f- your most favorite thing part of your job? What would you say is your favorite thing? Oh, Man, that's a good question. There's a lot of things I love about what I do in guesting. I think the most, my favorite part would be actually meeting these people when all that hard work that goes into planning and preparing for them to come actually comes to fruition and they're here. They share their story. You get to see them face to face and pray with them and just, it's just inspiring. Yeah, Yeah. that's actually, that's pretty cool. It is. It is cool. Yeah. Carolyn, what about you? For me, I would say when you've put thought into a particular kind of communication and you and you see that it's worked, that it's resonated with someone, you get feedback from them and it's, you know, either helped them or it's motivated them to learn more about what we do here. That's really rewarding um, to know that that effort you put into each and every word that you're typing um, is resonating with someone. So that's and then also just the impact, knowing that there are 1200 people calling us every single day, which is amazing, Uh, right? So they're calling us for prayer. That is so rewarding to know that that ministry in the prayer center is going strong and that the content is moving people to want to learn more about Jesus. Yeah. So amazing. Incredible. And I'm so glad that I get to work with the two of you in different, in different ways and aspects, but it's also great that See Her Love, you know, my show is, is in this organization and a part of you and a part of other great women and men that are that are working to create amazing media for Canada. So it's really amazing that we can spend this time together and hang out. On that note, hanging out, I want to bring up a question that has actually come up a number of times at some of my girlfriend's dinner parties, um, hanging out at the cottage, girls' weekends. This question always comes up. And so I thought, why not present it to you two <laughs> to get your insight and wisdom on this? And the question is... Can or should women do it all? And I'm looking at your looks as you looked at each other and you're like big eyes, <laughs> eyes yeah. wide open. So it depends how long that task list is, <laughs> okay. right? Okay, fair, <laughs> so fair. do it all. What 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 do you mean by that? Do work well, do family life well, church life well? I mean, there's a lot of demands, right? Yeah. So I would by answering I'll answer that, Carolyn, by saying a lot of women feel they have to do everything well. Be a great mom, be a great partner, spouse, lover, um, you know, cook, 
sewer, uh, CEO, director, manager, friend, and then really have an amazing relationship with God on top of it all. And that's the question that I'm getting a lot from women who are saying, we're expected to do that. Is it realistic? And is, you know, balance even a word that we should use? Oh, man, I think it's even harder today with social media as well, because I see people living, it appearing to have these perfect lives where they are the perfect cook. They make this beautiful meal and their homes look beautiful and their kids are smiling in the pictures and they have a great fulfilling job. And I think, how are how are these women doing this? But then I have to remind myself, like what we see on socials is so different from reality. So I would say the appearance to have it all is really appealing for people. It's even appealing to me to make it seem like I have it all together. But in actual fact, there are seasons of life where there are certain things that aren't as strong as other things. And I'm learning slowly to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. It's good. I actually would echo Carolyn in that. And I am coming at this from a standpoint and just growing up, I was raised by a mom who tried very hard to do it all. So I had that expectation always there with me. Uh, Also come from a strong lineage of women who were just powerhouses. And like Carolyn said, I think we're in a different age today, a different culture. Uh, There's a lot more expectations put on us. But at the same time, I think we have to allow ourselves the grace to realize that we're not actually supposed to do it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do need a community of people to bring around us. And uh, I've learned that a lot in the last couple of years and really been able to give myself the freedom to say, you know what, it's okay if I'm not perfect at everything I do. Mm, That's good. Uh, Why don't you tell our listeners what are all the many hats that you wear? So as you say this, to give it context around the, the things that you're juggling every day that you feel you need to be excellent 100% at, so they, there's some context. So what would you say? Well, the first thing when I think of my identity, it's that I'm a follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I have a commitment to my own spiritual growth that I want to see flourish and thrive. And then I also am part of a church community where I serve and have the unique role of also being married to someone who works in ministry. So there's a whole other um, role and responsibility that comes with that as well. Um, Also, I'm a mother to two little girls. So that is extremely draining, but hugely rewarding. Um, And that's one area of my life where I really don't want to pull back my efforts and my energy. I really want to pour into them and make sure that they're um, not sensing that that my parenting is, you know, um, not what it could be. And I know that's such a strange thing to say because kids, of course, would never say something like that to you. But um, I've sort of thought about how in my life I have all these priorities and it's kind of like my house where I have different rooms and I only have so much time to dedicate kind of cleaning up and fixing each one of those rooms. And so I'm trying to think, what are, what's the thing that needs my attention right now? And the, when it comes to my kids and my husband, um, that's one area I don't want to see fall apart. I don't want it to turn into a mess. So that's where I would pour most of my investment. Um, but it's hard. There, it, it, that looks different each day, right? Some days there's a mess on the floor in certain parts of the room, right? You have to clean that up. But um, generally speaking, that's where my focus would be. I'm also a full-time employee. And so I commute in pretty far every day to come into work and um, have poured last 10 years into my ministry here at Crossroads. So that's another part of who I am and responsibility that I have. So 
And then, of course, just like volunteering involved in camp ministries, involved um, in various things that the church is doing. So it's, yeah, it takes a lot out of you. Um, it's I'm learning, like, and I'm not great at it, to say no to certain things where I need to say no um, and really embrace the things I do say yes to. So, that's yeah, that's kind of what busy. my time. <laughs> Super busy, but yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Danica. Okay, so I would the first hat I would wear as well is a follower of Christ um, and trying to balance that relationship with him is something that I daily want to pour my life into. Uh, and that's not an easy thing all the time. I'm also a wife. I am a mother. I have one son. He is now 23. So you really had him when you were like, you were very young. Because you look fantastic. (laughs) Oh, thank you. But uh, I don't know. I just, I I try. Um, And anyhow, and it's, it's interesting because being a mother of a young boy versus being a mother of a boy who's now entering uh, a season of his life where we have a, a serious relationship on the go. So we're navigating that whole new world, which is really exciting and fun, but also comes with it like we've never been here before. And what does this look like? I'm a daughter. Uh, and I say that because um, we recently moved into a new home. And the part of the purpose of that move was eventually my parents will live with us. Uh, so that's another new stage of life that um, I'm learning to navigate and just trust the Lord through that. And he's proven faithful and has walked with us along that journey and uh, also volunteering at church and working here at Crossroads. The job I do uh, requires a lot of hours, a lot of energy, a lot of just focus and dedication and uh, trying to keep all those balls in the air. It's uh, it's constant. So, But I I love it. I, I do love being busy. I love thriving. Uh, but I hope that I do um, put the focus on the things that really need that focus when it's needed. Yeah. That's really good. I love that for both of you, the first sort of identity value um, was that I'm a follower of Jesus. You know, I think that's that's a beautiful thing. And a lot of people would, would list other things before that. Um, when I'm talking about balance and trying to do it because we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be amazing women and we take on a lot you know I've talked to my husband Chris and he's like I don't even think about that (laughs) like all the things that you're saying about trying to do all of this like 150 percent he goes honestly I never go into days like that like I, I go in I do my job I finish my job and then I'm with you and you know the kids but there's no inter like you know like sort of interwoven and emotional like energy spent the way that we do what would you say to that yeah 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 the mental load so it's you know it's not just what am I gonna make for dinner it's have you know have I taken that out of the freezer this morning and (laughs) thought it and will I get home in time to be able to put it in the oven so my kids go to bed at a decent time you know it's right it's all thinking through all those steps just the mental load to carry sometimes is really overwhelming and it's actually that's stuff that's exhausting yes I do the same thing I started laughing when Carolyn said that (laughs) and my husband says that to me all the time he's like why are you even thinking about that and like because somebody has to think about this like I am I find I'm always thinking about the next thing as soon as I finish one thing I'm thinking about the next thing that needs to be done and it's just so it's just an ongoing thing do you ever turn off though like is there any way ever to turn off the constant pressure you put on us you know ourselves or just the desire and need to make sure that you're juggling well and not dropping any of the balls for me that's really hard 
And usually I find that when I am finally going to shut off is when I get a migraine, <laughs> to be quite honest mm-hmm. with you. I, I will work myself continuously. Uh, it's just I'm driven that way. I don't I don't rest well. And that's something that I wish I could do better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning. And I alluded earlier to um, just in the last couple of years, I have learned a great deal of being able and allowing myself to take that time to admit that, you know what, I don't have any answers right now. And mm-hmm. so I'm just going to spend this time with you, Lord, and say, okay, it's all for you. I can't do it and I need your help. And I I do want him, like I invite the Lord into my life every day, but the depth of which I've done that recently uh, is much different. Mm -hmm. And it's caused me to grow a lot Mm -hmm. and learn a lot. And uh, I would, I don't think I would change it for anything. Thanks for your honesty, Danica, because I mean, the migraine headaches, I will, for me personally, I know when. It's like my body or even God saying you, it's enough, That's enough when yeah. I feel like exhausted and almost like to burn out, which is so not healthy. Mm-hmm. But I find that even a lot of my girlfriends, it's like until we get to that place, this is horrible. Then we realize it's we're not taking care of ourselves and we can't do it anymore. Right. But it's like it's the extreme of like going all the way to the edge and then going, OK, we can't do it at all. And I think I just want to, you know, we want to talk about this before we, you know, and the show about just how we can encourage our listeners on not doing that, not not going all the way to the edge all the time, or always feeling guilty that we're not enough or we're not doing enough, and how our relationship with Jesus helps us with that. Mm-hmm. Kara, what do you think? Well, for me, mm-hmm. um, something that I've, I, I've had to identify in myself, um, just when it comes to finding peace and finding rest, is to figure out what energizes you what gives you that and so and then making space for that in your life which is so hard to do when you feel over programmed and task lists are really long but um, I've had to have some pretty honest conversations with my spouse about that to say like I need I need to spend time with some friends tonight I you know and he's totally cool with that because he gets energized by being alone and so we kind of have our space and that that fills us up. So I'm an extrovert. So I like to be around people. It's where I energize. And so just I think having those honest conversations with people in your life who can help make those margins for you is so important. But I I certainly feel for especially the moms who are doing it on their own, trying to raise kids, work, like I know how hard that is. So if you're able to reach out to your network, to your community to find, to make, to ask for the help, which is so hard to do. But making those margins for yourself is so important mm-hmm. to figure out what energizes you. So, and I just want to encourage people who know, you know, single parents, maybe you can offer to babysit one night or you can extend some help in some way. And I know, I mean, it would mean so much to people just to have that, that bit of extra margin in their life. Hey, it's Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this amazing conversation, but I just wanted to let you know you're listening to the See Here Love with Melinda podcast, a web and television series produced by Crossroads Christian Communications. We get to produce fun, meaningful content for our See Here Love audience by the generosity of our supporters. So how can you help us and keep See Here Love on the air? We'll go right now to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. So much love and thanks to you. Now let's get back to our conversation. Yeah, that's good. Danica, your thoughts about that? Like, what would you say to, you know, women who, you know, are really struggling with this? Like, you know, I mean, 
through my life, there's been a lot of like guilt that I'm not doing everything well. And especially being in a new blended family mm-hmm. and tr- this whole kid thing. <laughs> what? Um, and then launching a show and like almost like this entrepreneur spirit, trying to bounce social and everything else in my family. It's been really hard. And sometimes, yeah, I don't go to Jesus like I should or I'm, I'm healthy. And it's hard because you'll be sitting, you know, on the show on a set and saying, this is what I do. And then you're like, I don't do it perfectly. But, you know, what would you say? Because a lot of women are really struggling in this area. I think the first thing I would say to them is never compare yourself with anybody else. Uh, You were created for a purpose. Even if you don't realize that, even if you don't want to believe that about yourself, it is true. And nobody can do you better. And even in those seasons where you're, you feel like you're failing or you feel like you're struggling and you're just not measuring up in any of those ways, uh, you are loved. There's always somebody around you that loves you. Um, I have a few friends, a few very close friends in my life that I just want to encourage on a daily basis. And so we have created this thing where we're just like these texting buddies. And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we will just text each other in the morning and say, hey, you got this today, like, and we'll text a scripture verse or, and like, I have friends who are not believers, but they still appreciate and value the fact that they know I'm lifting them up in prayer. They know that I'm encouraging them with truth. And I just, I just keep praying into their lives and just knowing that you've got somebody there in your corner rooting for you. Um, remember that. Mm-hmm. Try to, when, when those thoughts of I'm not good enough and I'm failing come into your mind, try to replace that with the thought that, hey, somebody out there does care about me today. And then, and then just start there and start small and build from that. That's good. You know, being a you know stepmom with a 12-year-old daughter, there are moments where I'm like, how am I modeling for Sophie? Because if I'm like always in the struggle of perfection and trying to do this, and she's looking at me, and I'm saying, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you, there, there's a lot of grace for you, and you don't have to do everything you know, 150% because you never will. And yet she's watching me not doing that. There are moments I'm like, ah, ah. You know, and I think that part of why this this conversation is so important to me is because I'm still learning how to do it. Like I'm still trying to figure out, you know, is balance really a real word or not? Is it okay that maybe I don't do 100% for right now on this, but I really focus on my family here? You know, like, is that real? Is that healthy? And I'm still working that out, right? And praying to God to help me. And I think there's just this culture right now that's like hustle hustle what's your side hustle Mm -hmm. what are you doing like always Mm -hmm. think about the next thing and I'm like I will not allow hustle to get in the way of like my sabbath right like if sabbath Mm -hmm. isn't the priority over hustle then you know that's that's where you have to ground yourself that's where you get back to finding like rest and Mm -hmm. um but yet it's that's hard that's hard to do it actually takes an intentional um, shift to say I'm going to break and make this day about yeah. peace and about God and about reflection and so yeah I think that's another thing that I've thought about um, just in terms of comparing you know the, the I think Danica you had mentioned that um, we're always comparing ourselves to to other people right and um, 
just that, you know, comparison is the thief of joy, right? Mm. And so you think about even just going back to commandments, like not to covet what your neighbor has, like, don't covet your neighbor's Instagram. <laughs> like that would be relevant Ooh, for today. Oh, that's good. Like I never right? thought of that because you're thinking about coveting more like specific, like the car, the cottage, that, but I never even thought of that. Like Instagram and Facebook and followers. Shoot, care. It's very convicting. <laughs> so, and I, I'm really bad at that. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, and it's even when you think about how you, where you're spending that time to unwind, like I naturally go to my phone, right? And I'm looking mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is not the place to find rest and to, yeah. you know, that's only feeding the problem. Mm-hmm. So I've got to work on that. So how do you, how do you get that rest? Because I, I totally agree, Carolyn, that that's like exactly what we need. But I, I hear from my girlfriends that, well, where can I ever find rest? Like, I've got the kids. Like, there's no rest for me. And, you know, taking a day off or Sabbath or even like an hour off is like impossible. What would you say? What are like some, some practical things for our listeners that would be like, okay, I could do that and that would help me? Maybe not anticipating that that rest is going to come in big chunks of time, right? So um, there was a book that I read, and it was called The Fringe Hours. So it's kind of looking for those little pockets of time where you have you maybe 15 minutes in the car when you're waiting to pick your kids up before mm. school ends or something, and you can read or do something that's life-giving for you. So I would encourage people to say sometimes you won't have hours and hours of free time. That's just not realistic. Right. But maybe you can make those small margins in your life um, that can contribute to that. Yeah, no, that's good. Now, we're all married to amazing men, right? Yes. <laughs> Everyone's like, perfect. Mm, yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Reg. (laughs) You're all great. What would you say to them to help you be able to live life in a healthy, strong way versus consumed by got to do it all and make it all happen? Because I think part of in relationship, like, you know, it, it would be good for people that know us the best to be able to speak and encourage us in this area. Right. Because it is on us. Absolutely. We have to make choices for ourselves. But I think it would be also good to say to our listeners who, you know, husbands are listening, saying, how can I support my wife and partner so that she doesn't feel this pressure every day? What do you think? What would you say? Just just pretend they're not listening. <laughs> OK, they are listening. So, so practically, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say so something I talked about the mental load. Right. Which I, I'm not saying that it's always carried by women. It's, I would say, predominantly carried by women in, in terms of kind of caring for, for home life, mm-hmm. per se. And that's not always the case. That's mm-hmm. a stereotype, but that's what's real in our life. And so I would say just kind of being aware of that and acknowledging it is a huge thing just okay. to say, okay, I recognize that it's more than just making dinner. It's planning out how this whole evening's going to happen mm-hmm. and then looking for small ways to contribute to making that happen. So that's just very practical. Yeah. Okay, so Reg, you heard that. You heard that, Reg. And I'll say he's great. Part of it is that I think we put a lot of expectations on ourselves to say we have to have the home cooked meal. We have to, you know, make sure our kids are eating great, balanced meals. Mm -hmm. And we put so much pressure on ourselves. And he would probably say to me, "Why are we worrying about this so much? Like (laughs) we're happy with fries and chicken fingers. Like it's fine." Yeah. (laughs) So no, that's a good point. Okay, what would you say to Patrick? I would just say, and he would laugh if he heard this, (laughs) but I would just say. Just hear me out. So 
with me every so often, I just have a little mini meltdown, like because like everything just sort of comes at me all at once. And then I just feel like somebody needs to hear about everything that I am trying to do in that exact moment. And I let it all come out. And then literally, like I'm over it in about five minutes. It's just it's just, you know, one thing just pushed me to that. Like, OK, that's it. Now I need to just let you know, do you have any idea? what I'm doing right now in my brain and also physically Mm. right and so and he will just allow me that time to just blurt it all out and then I just feel better yeah and and he just sits and looks at me and sometimes like when I'm done he chuckles just a little bit because he says it's really cute when I do that Uh, (laughs) but just knowing that he heard me and he understands where I'm coming from and then he is great at doing those small things like all of a sudden like if I say like you know what could you just do this for me then he'll he knows when it's important to do that now (laughs) versus waiting maybe you know a little while and stressing me out about it so he's learned to read me which I appreciate and uh, but I've also learned to communicate with him about you know and let him know I'm kind of at my end I need you. Like That's good. Yeah. So we've got listening and like relax. <laughs> relax <laughs> on things. I would say for Chris, I mean he's really good at it cuz Chris doesn't let a lot of stuff affect him, which drives me crazy on one on one hand, but a lot of times he he'll listen cuz that's all I need, like a little download. But then he also says, "Okay, we've downloaded. Now it's time to call your girlfriend." Like we've talked about it and now we've talked about it f- five times from different angles of the same situation, go call your girlfriend. It's awesome. And I'm like, at first I thought that was offensive. And then I'm like, oh, I get it. Because she'll listen to me talk about it 10 times from different angles and still not come up with a solution. And Chris is like, I can deal with a solution right now. Or do you want me to listen one more time to that? And I'm like, mm, one more time is good. Poor Chris. Good. The other thing I think too is he he does say to me, he he will do some force like you need to take a break like go out with your girlfriends go for a girls weekend or just take Sunday I'll take the kids and you go do your thing which is a really special thing for you know husband to do a man to do to to see that and say like I'll take the kids and you just because he said too in time he said the reason why I do that is also for your mental health Mm -hmm. but also our relationships better when you know that I respect you and see what you need because it's true. I come back. I'm like, hi, honey. And I'm like right in there and just like right with them because he acknowledged and saw what I needed. And so that's a that's a big thing. So I would say that. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say that to Chris. Tell me up. Last 30 seconds each for a woman who is listening and feeling like a complete failure. I am not doing things well. And I'm discouraged. And I'm just dropping the balls What would you say to them as a woman to encourage her? I guess I would say really quickly, um, what's the one thing in your life that if that were to crumble, totally would be devastating? And I know all those things are important, but what's the the thing that would devastate you? I would say start there. Just Mm -hmm. start there and think about how you can reorient your life to just see that area thrive. Because if you can get the foundation right, then things will fall into place. That's good. Yeah, thanks. And I think I would just say, this is not your forever. Don't get stuck here. Don't let yourself think that you're always going to feel this way or be this way because life does change. And uh, and so just take that first step, uh, figure out um, somebody that you can find to support you and just start small and uh, 
and, and it will change. It won't stay this way. Well, Carolyn and Danica, it was beautiful and wonderful for me to be in the company of great women. Thank you for the work that you do here at Crossroads Christian Communications. And thank you for the love and passion and commitment that you have for your family, your children, your church, but most importantly, to Jesus. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing. So thank you for being on our special edition of See, Here Love. Thank you, Melinda. You're welcome. And to you listeners, always know when you are struggling, when you are disappointed that you're just not doing things the best and you feel like you're dropping balls, know that always, always, that you are seen, heard, and deeply, deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See, Hear, Love with Melinda is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seehearlove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. That's 1-800-265-3100. Tune in next week for more honest conversations with Melinda and the See, Hear, Love team.